What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the MOCast. I'm Teddy, and, and today I'm we're actually joined. We're actually joined <laughs> by a few guests, um, and uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. Hey, this is Will Will Rodriguez. Hey, this is Sean Jones. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you guys here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, man. So I hyped you guys up, bro. You feel me? I need a okay. Okay, you know, you know what I mean. This this, this episode, yeah, man. This episode has to be fire, bro. You feel me? We gotta get oh, like there it is. And it's all Byron. Hey, what do you want to talk about? Fatherless homes, business, entrepreneurship, minorities, politics. Um, you know everything that's going on with China, the trade war, oil, one world currency. You name it. But I'll stick to the topics that you want me to. Yes, yes, I I appreciate that. We try not to get too too crazy political or or on the religious side not because you know we don't not not because we don't like talking about it but just because you know that's not what this podcast is generally about you know what i mean right right, right. right. and yeah. usually like whoever we notice that whoever um reads a certain book or watch uh watches a certain video if they're already thinking a certain thing in their mind mm-hmm. they're gonna gravitate towards that so if i say business and, yes. and growing a company whoever's thinking about socialism is automatically gonna say you know what screw you yeah. Right. So they could they could uh, themselves um, go one direction or another. Right. So, yeah, so uh, I get you with that. So, though. So then it just, it just goes in a back and forth type of thing. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And at the end of the day, yeah, we noticed that a lot of people are not like Martin Luther King. What I mean by that is uh, Martin Luther King said you cannot influence a table that you're not sitting in. Yes. So that's what's the problem right now with our nation. And with a lot of people, even in social media, especially in social media. Yeah, social media is a it's a, it's a tricky place right now, man. Oh, yeah. big time. Oh, big oh. time. But hey, hey, just uh, just explain to the you know, and to the listeners what it is you guys, what it is you guys are doing. Like, what is it? Because I know you guys are you guys are in like a couple of different little fields, right? You guys do a little bit of real estate, a little bit of property management. What else is it that you guys do? Right, right. Um, yeah. So before I, I start uh, into diving in and what I do. Yeah, uh, I would like to explain to everybody where your I background. came from. Yeah, your background. Your background. Because if I hear. tell you what's going on right now, you're gonna think about me in a certain way. Because my name is Will. It's William, right? Guillermo in Espanol. But um, <laughs> the, the I don't the, have a Spanish name. You don't have Sean. Sean. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> Sean. But, yeah. So what matters is that background, so you can understand. You know my passions. Um, how I feel, why I do what I'm doing, right? So for me, born and raised in Southern California, in Oceanside, okay. um, you know, grew up with both uh, both parents, both mom and a dad. What happened early on, I noticed that my dad was there, but not all there. What I mean by that is that he was at the home providing, but he wasn't engaging with, with me. So I feel like it's almost like I grew up without a father because I never had that. Um, leadership. You never had that leadership. Home. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have like a good job. Uh, you know, this is how you do a thing. None of that. And, and my mom was usually the one taking that role of, of being the protector, trying to be the leader. But mm-hmm. obviously, that's mm-hmm. not a, a good home function, right? So early on, I got into drugs. I mean, um, started smoking weed when I was like 10. Um, wow. Started smoking Real early. meth when I was 11. And I was already slanging in middle school. Um, got involved with slanging um, anything from crack to meth to weed. 
I used to ride with my brother, my older brother, because he's the one that got me into it. I used to ride with a big old bazooka. You remember the bazooka speakers from back in the days? Oh, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> we used to load that thing up with weed and only put one screw in there. <laughs> wow. And you used to be right ready, around the, just so it's ready to go. Just slanging, yeah. I was like, oh, somebody calls us up for a 50 sack. All right, let's roll. Like the paletero, <laughs> like the paletero, but for narcotics. There it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, so that was my background. I was um, you know, um exposed to a lot of things, you know, uh early okay. on, right? Not just drugs, but uh you know, sex too, right? I got exposed to that very young. So grew up very perverted and my mind was mm. all jacked up. So um, it was, I mean, I, I've been through a lot as a teenager, even, mm. um, you know, lived with a girl and had a few miscarriages, went to jail. Um, you know, suicide was was uh, definitely, um, you know, part of the equa- equation um, just because of the lifestyle, right? Gotcha. And um, like you said, I don't want to get into like oh the religion part, but <laughs> but God, right? God uh, interfere and and you found your me. you found your way. You took the you took a different path from there, right? Right, right, gotcha. right. I, I knew I learned who the truth was, and then um you know now I'm you know still serving God, but that's pretty much my background when it mm-hmm. comes down to like you know who I am in a nutshell. Gotcha. After gotcha. that, I think the rebuilding started happening. And that's where, for a lot of us, we already we're already wired a certain way. I mean, mm-hmm. whoever you are, you're wired a certain way because you grew up that way. So for me, um, I need to learn how to rewire, how to go in there and be like, okay, cool. It's it's an element of God helping me, but I got to do my part too, where I got to train myself and I got to unplug certain things and plug certain things into me, right? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, sure. um. So yeah, so pretty much what we're doing now, um, we're doing business, we're doing real estate, we're doing investing. Um, I've been privileged to partner up with with Sean. Um, not even a year ago, we partner up just because of our background. I have more of a you know business to business sales communication, of course, and yeah. along that with with the transportation and a little bit of social media, and then he has the real estate experience. So we pretty much connected and say, hey, let's do a thing. Um, we tried a few things in the beginning, which, um, you know, is a big failure in the beginning with a few ventures that we did. But, but that's how that's how small businesses are, right? Like a bunch of small businesses usually fail within the first year, right? I mean, that's just how yeah, it I mean, is naturally. The statistic is that the first a, a business, when yeah. as long as they don't make money until after two years, they're not profitable. Yeah, yeah of course. With us, it's just... Um, you have to be careful with um, your connections. You have to be careful when you um, go into business. You have to do a little bit more research on the people that you're connecting to. Of course. Um, and we just ran into some problems with um, being on different pages on how uh, we wanted to run things, how we wanted to make things move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, with me, I come not only real estate, I've done real estate for a while, but um, I come from corporate America. Where, yeah, I've you been know, there, done that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and I've done different things within um, corporate America from marketing on to, you know, sales to everything. So, and I've learned a lot, but like Will saying, as you go through business, you have to be open to rewiring yourself and plugging yourself into different things to get to where you want to be. 
And now we're on a good path and a good pace mm-hmm. to, you know, to accomplish the goals that we're trying to accomplish. Gotcha. That's that's but in, in a, and that comes with, like I said, just, you know, starting a business from scratch, especially if you uh, you you may have known a person for a very long time, even years. You know what I mean? They could be mm-hmm. family members. They could be really close friends. Uh, but once you guys start getting into that business aspect and and start talking and thinking money, it becomes right. it becomes a lot more complicated is what I've right. noticed. Because, people, because people learn start growing in different directions and, exactly. and people want to go different ways or have different ideologies and different thoughts. So it's kind of hard right. to get yeah. all that, on the same and, page. And that always gets in the way of getting on the same page because one's per, one person's priority is making money, 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 money. Yeah. You know, and another person's priority could be, you know, growing a business, not so it's, you know, cr- incredibly rich when it comes to money, but it's very successful enough to, you know, still maintain a healthy lifestyle. So, right. so, right. so it's it's a balance of it's a balance of who you're working with, what you're working with and, and how you how you work together. You know what I mean? I, that's my opinion, of course. I'm not sure how. I've never started a business, you know, I've, I've never ran a business for profit. So I, I wouldn't know. That's why that's why I wanted to bring you guys in, because, you know, Teddy runs a business, too. And and he's been he's been doing that business for pretty much his whole life, to be completely honest with you. So I wanted to get kind of a different take on what type of businesses do what, because Teddy's business is completely different from, you know, real estate investing or right. or oh, yeah. property management yeah. and anything like that, because his is very is very like i guess you could say regulated by the government more than i guess anything else because with real estate yeah it's it's definitely regulated right because you could do wholesale real estate you could do classic real estate where you need like a real estate license and you become a realtor and right and there's just you know buying and flipping homes which is like a completely different vibe from so i don't know seems well, to be what, the trend right now too going around that is definitely houses. the trend man especially on mm-hmm. social media that's what it is right now like this is how I started making seventy four thousand dollars a month, you know, <laughs> yeah, and blah right. blah blah, hey, and this and that. And everybody's blah. a guru. Yeah, yeah, everyone's a guru until you go to their website and they're selling you their package of free knowledge for a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My master class. Yeah, it's it's free for a donation of a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> how do you guys in the who are like in that business feel about people like that? Like people like um that are like showing off and stuff. Yeah, well, not necessarily showing off, but they're like, hey, listen, you guys follow me. I'll I'll teach you how to do what I did and make thousands upon thousands of dollars. But then you find out that in reality, they're charging you a thousand dollars for a class that. Well, yeah. So there, there's a good and bad when it comes down to that, uh, mm-hmm. just because um, you don't know where they're at. And that's pretty much where the Bible says above all, seek understanding. So. Mm-hmm. I try to, whenever I'm dealing with my business partner, you know, we're writing, you know, a bunch of stuff uh, for YouTube. We're, uh, you know, game planning. And then sometimes I disagree strongly with him. Right. Okay. I'm like, no, heck no. Heck no. My way is my way. (laughs) But then I remember I got to put myself in his shoes because if if, uh, we just finished our website and if I'm so like, hey, you change all the colors. I want you to change that. After you spend three weeks building the website. Yeah. Then I'm not considerate of that. Yeah, but so, that, but that also comes down to communication, right? Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, cause, cause right. So everything that we do, we gotta put ourselves in other person's shoes mm-hmm. in order really to really understand where they're coming from, right? Yeah. So now when it comes down to those people selling that, you don't you don't know where they are, right? Mm-hmm. There's some people that say, hey, like this is everything I got. 
I spend all my money on this, and I hope I make some money, feed my family off of this courses, uh-huh. right? You don't know that. We don't know that. They're portraying themselves as an expert. Yeah, maybe they have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. There's other people that are doing that and not really teaching nothing. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to name names, but there's a lot of people out there. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying, yeah. hey, come to my course, come to my course. And you go and you study under them. And all they fed you was no. the same thing. Yeah. And you go on circles and you're like, okay, what's my next step? That's what you're you're asking yourself. Exactly. Yeah, what's what's the next step? step? Well, you can pay me another 20 grand I'll show you this. Yeah. So yeah. you really have to be yeah. careful. And you really have to check the what they teach and their reputation. Yeah. Yeah, not only that, as far as in our industry, you know, if you're going to teach me something, I need to know that you're in the game. Like, what yeah. are you doing right now? You, you know, you, like one of, it has to actually show value, right? It can't just right, be like right. whatever. Yeah, like one of our mentors, he's in the game. Well, I mean, one of one of our investments is mortgage notes, and mm. he he has a a course, not a necessarily a course, but a, basically a program that you can get into but the thing is he is in the game he does this every day day in and day out he's on the phone with banks he's on the phone with hedge funds he's in the game but and as you work with him he's walking you basically through what he's doing already Mm -hmm. so you're actually learning what he's doing and you're learning for yourself so So you're not yeah he it's not just a a a bunch of fluff (laughs) yeah so not you're not just in a class you're actually you're kind of like in hands-on, real, real right, world right, environment right. type things, right? Correct. And, you know, the one, the one thing what uh, I've learned with uh, people sometimes, if they don't have anything invested, so say, for instance, everyone just gave away for free. A lot of people <laughs> just want to sit there and and, soak and consume, <laughs> but never want to do anything. It's like, feed me, but I'm not going to feed you. Exactly. Right. I tell right. a lot of my, my friends, not my uh, business connections now, but my friends that are not doing business mm-hmm. and I look into developments. I was like, Hey, uh, this book really helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Um, can I borrow it? I'm like, go buy it. It's 20 bucks, 25 <laughs> yeah. bucks. And that's, like, and that's, and that's already a simple investment right there. Right. Oh, exactly. You're exactly right. so investing into the future and, and right. the knowledge that it brings you. And right. what happens is a lot of people, when, when they spend money, they want to, they want to see the quote unquote asset. They want to feel like they, they got <laughs> something right. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. talking about a book like, oh, yeah, I just bought an iPhone. Okay, it's 1000 Cool. Good investment. Mm. But if it was the same on, on like, a, a webinar that was really good, a really good teacher that was going to take them to the next level, they might not even be in the right mindset to spend $1,000 because they feel like, man, it's $1,000. I could buy another iPhone yeah, or I'm I could buy this. Anything. I'm not getting anything yeah. tangible. And that's where we miss it, where we don't focus on developing ourselves to grow and to help others. So at the end of the day, we're really selfish when it comes down to developing and learning and growing. Yeah. So for you guys to get to where you guys are at now, have you guys invested in uh, in not in your knowledge? Obviously, I mean, you guys have read books and stuff, but as far as like courses or webinars or uh, seminars, have you guys gone to any good ones or any yeah. like, bad ones where you guys like didn't, you spent money and you felt uh, that was really a wasted money and time? Yeah, so I've uh, gone to uh, a few different ones. Even in Alabama, I took a uh, a course of um, like it was like cold calling sales or something like that, mm-hmm. um, with uh, under Dale uh, Carnegie's teaching. And um, yes, a lot of what I noticed that a lot of people that go to those courses learn, but a lot of people that go to those courses are looking to network. 
So, which is, mm-hmm. which is also which is also kind of smart, right? Because, exactly. Right. And and this is where I've learned too that a lot of uh, of the wealthy people, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to colleges or big universities and send the kids there, not for mm-hmm. the degree, but Just for the, the connections, and for the yeah. for the network, for the lifelong partnerships that they can exactly. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. makes sense because mm-hmm. I partner up with Sean because yeah. I have a special ability. Yeah. He has abilities too. They're, I mean, they're not my strengths, and we complement each other. Now we have a few businesses here. So um, when it comes down to these events, we continue to go. Some of them are free. Right yeah. now they're online. But yeah, we yeah. tend to look to see where they are and if it fits our schedule, right, mm-hmm. and if it fits our budget. If if, if it's so, we go and we try to learn some, some stuff from it, and we try people. to connect with people. So that's... The biggest thing. So, and what are you guys' businesses right now? Um, and you, you guys keep saying you guys have a few businesses. But what's like the main one that you guys are focusing on now? And if yeah, you that have bread other and butter. Ones, that yeah, bread and butter right now. The, the main thing we're focusing on right now is real estate investment, but okay. primarily mortgage notes. Okay, mortgage notes is kind of like the hidden gem of real estate right now. Okay, can you explain mortgage notes? Because uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to buy a house myself, so I'm kind of like in that whole aspect of like learning about it. So. Give me some knowledge. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, as you know, you're, you, yeah, I, I don't know what your situation is. I, you know, if you have five, six hundred thousand dollars to put down on the house, we need to talk. But <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got that yeah, much, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you don't have the, you know, the full amount of money to to pay for a house, you're gonna go for to a bank and get a loan. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we go to those banks, we go to those hedge funds, we go to those places that own those loans and we buy them. We buy them at a discount. Most people think, oh, well, why would they sell that? Because initially when they when they give you the loan, they have points up front that they're charging. So they get money there. The usually the first, you know, year to five years, it's mostly interest that you're paying. So after a few years, they'll turn around and just sell it. So they've made the money that they want to make on that deal at that point. Yeah. They'll sell it off to someone else. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're happy to go ahead and take that and continue to, to continue to take the, pick up the interest and, you know, payment and interest on on those monthly payments. So that's, that's basically what our business is. Yeah. And we buy them at a discount, you know, the the one we really like is the one, the people that aren't paying. Uh-huh. Oh. Like, why would you not why would you want to buy something where people aren't paying well simple because the collateral is that property that they're in yeah okay, and then you I, could I, and I, then you I, could you could get that house from them for non-payment and turn around yes. and flip it right and then get profit right. from sell selling it to the a house flipper, sell it yeah. to keep a it ourselves rented but that's not the move but yeah. um sell it to somebody else yeah we already yeah. earned certain you know returns yeah. we're like hey you know what we're we want to uh, partner up with some other uh, real estate investors do a bigger uh, fund to get more notes, yeah. and they sell these, yeah. and we go from there. Yeah. And, and, and the and the thought about it was, um, I, I had a really hard time understanding of why would you invest in a note opposed to buying a house. So that's a really interesting topic where it pretty much changes your mindset. But it kind of because when you're gonna buy a house, you're gonna you know have a, a down payment three percent. Five percent, or let's 20%. say twenty percent, whatever. Yeah, and then invest that into into the into the home. You obviously have a lot of fees that go into that, mm-hmm. and then once you uh, get into the home, you got to pay the insurance, you got to pay 
you know, the mortgage, the interest, something breaks down, you have to, you know, pay for this property tax every year. So at the end of the day, a lot of homeowners don't see a return of their investment until what? 10 years? Yeah, five, 10 years in. Yeah, so if you look at it from a from an investing standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Then that's not the smartest investment. The bank, if you keep your money there, will give you under 1%. And, um, but I understand that in a home, you build equity. You build, so you could use that eventually. But obviously the markets go up, they go down, they go up, yeah, they go but it's down. All depending on the, it's all depending on the market and for sure. Exactly. And, and actually exactly. how much your house is actually, you know, worth at that point. Sure. Yeah. So as somebody like yourself, Teddy, looking to buy a home, I'm not going to force you to invest, but I'm going to tell you, hey, um, instead of spending $50,000 to put down in a home, uh, consider this. Consider buying a note that's $50,000 valued at eighty right? Mm-hmm. That's not, the actual property is that, valued at eighty to $100,000. That is not performing. We could foreclose on these people, or we could get them to perform again by seeing what's going on with them, right? And the return of investments, we've seen double digits. I mean, it could be double digit returns. It could be, you know, smaller returns. But I guarantee it's going to be a lot more than what than what the bank is going to give you. Right. Or what you, you know, having to sit in a, a savings account or in the stock market. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because yeah, the stock market is, it, and it's been a roller coaster the last few months, right? It's, it's been, oh, yeah. yeah. They've been oh, feeding that thing like never before so it could look good. Yeah, definitely. Trying to trying to fluff it up, but then the next day it just it just goes right back down. You know, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a crazy time we're living in, and and it definitely affects you know home equity and and stock equity as well because it, it's one and the same, right? Equity is equity, but but right. that's, and that's why I was I was looking at like mortgage notes, right? And the way I'm trying to like kind of compare it is to make myself kind of understand it a little bit more, right? Because it's it's a it's a promissory note, right? It's basically right. saying. You're promising, hey, this is how much you guys are giving me, and this is how much I'm gonna pay you, including that interest that is in this note, right? Right. So, so the way I'm looking at it is like a credit card, right? Say you get a credit card, you max that puppy out, and then all of a sudden you don't make payments on it. That credit card company goes ahead and sells it to a collection agency right. for mm-hmm. for you know a lesser discount, right? Mm-hmm. Or or for a discount is what I mean. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. what it is, right? You're basically yeah, that's a good way of putting it, yeah, yeah. So you're basically buying that that debt for a discount and then still trying to collect on that debt like a collector would, right? Or but which makes it a little bit different in like the real estate agency is you actually have a, I guess you could say a form of collateral. Yes. Yeah, have, compared have to like these credit cards. Yeah, I like I like using the the car analogy where mm-hmm. if you buy a car and uh, you yeah, obviously yeah. take it home, the the dealer can't go into your car and say, Hey, let me use it. Right? <laughs> yeah. You, they don't have access to it. You're, it's your car. You're paying for it. Yeah. But yeah. as soon as you stop making the payment, boom, repo. Exactly. Like yeah. 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 That, that, that makes a little bit, uh, that's a little bit better of an analogy. I was just, I was working at my way to make myself. No better. worries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's crazy, man, because I, I would have never thought about doing something like that just because I feel it's, it would be hard mitigating that risk that that's that that i feel is there but could not be there you know because but at the end of the day you guys are still making money right like oh right, big time right big time because you make your money on the buy that's why you make sure you get the right discount you get you make your money at the, at the beginning you already know going in what your yield is going to be um mm. 
So that it's, makes it's sense. It's not a guessing game. It's not like where the stock market. I put my money in here. I don't mm-hmm. know where it's going to be next week. Because no, you I already have it. you already have the numbers in front of you, right? Because let's say it's a hundred thousand dollar you know note, and you're getting it for like sixty or seventy. You already know that there's that thirty to forty thousand dollar profit there potentially, right? It's exactly. it's crazy because of our mentor just uh, told us about this two weeks ago, and and obviously uh, you know we weren't there to buy it, but we're like, <laughs> man, if we knew. Uh, we had an investor not to invest in that. That would be cool. Again, mm-hmm. that's what we're, uh, you know, doing YouTube and everything to get more people into mm-hmm. like our our funds, so we could start making uh, buying purchases. more properties. Buying but more notes, yeah. this pro this property was forty eight thousand, right? Mm-hmm. The note, the note, and then the bank already sent a letter to foreclose on them, so it was mm-hmm. already on its way. Mm-hmm. It most likely was going to go to auction, and uh, the minimum that we're, the note was going to get at auction. If it sold was eighty thousand, properties valued at a hundred and ten, fifteen thousand. Wow! So, so it could you could have easily doubled, almost tripled your money potentially. Oh yeah, yeah. And this wow. is within like a month, yeah. like within a month. And if we could, he could have whoever bought it, they could have, um, you know, done something uh, to not foreclose and keep the property or something right like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we don't like it when the bank goes ahead and tries to foreclose and then tries to set the, you know, the, the next step up. And that's usually our responsibility when we try to buy a note. We try to make those yeah. uh, those calls. One of, one of our things is trying to, if we're buying a non-performing note, the one thing we, we like to try to help the the homeowners stay in their property, you know, because ultimately okay. we, we don't want to take the property. Um, you know, that's, that's usually our last resort. Of course. Because as the bank, as the owner of the note, we can do whatever we want. You know, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, we know that you're, you know, a year behind. We can go ahead and put that on the back end. Let's get you re, you know, restarted. We just Fresh start. You know, we just modify the note and move forward. Um, or we, you know, we try to figure out a way to make it work. But in some cases, it just doesn't work. Of course, yeah. And like Will was saying, in that case, that note, the purchase price for the note was forty thousand. But at the end of the day, if it sold at auction. It was gonna sell as a at a minimum of eighty thousand, and if it didn't sell at auction, we could sell it on the for open a, market for one hundred and ten, one hundred thousand. <laughs> so yeah. that's a win win. Yeah, that's insane. That's that's a like I said, that's a business I was I'd never really thought was a business, you know, because what's popular is you know flipping houses, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Selling wholesale houses, right? Mm-hmm. Which, right. Because that's right. it's huge right now. Let's be real. It's all over social media. It's all over yep. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Yep. Like that's what's hot, right? That's <clears throat> that's those are the people selling those master classes. Like, hey, we can make thousands of dollars. This is right, how right. I did it. This is how you can do it. But like buying this, you know, like promissory notes or mortgage notes is I didn't think that was a thing. Like I didn't think a bank would yeah. just sell that stuff to you, right? Because the bank is trying to make that money. That's crazy to me. Right. Yeah. And well, it's I mean, not it's not really sexy to be honest. Like there's nothing yeah. sexy about pushing paper. There's nothing sexy about dealing with attorneys and realtors and you know uh the county clerks and everything. It's nothing sexy about that. You it's like, hey, walk me it's hard this, work. You know, this paper that I'm gonna analyze and and buy and, and, buy and, and check out my investor. Hey Bob <laughs> <laughs> right. No, yeah, that's that's why I'm saying it. I, I didn't think it was a thing because because like you said, it's not glorified. It's not it's not all over social. It's media, not what but, you're taught in school, to be honest. Like, it, yeah, it's not something that was like, oh, you, this could be your career buying and flipping <laughs> no, house notes. That's not something you're taught. So like being 
privy to this now. I'm like, what in the world? I had and no idea about it. He's about to go now. take out a loan and start buying some mortgage notes, y'all. No, nah, I don't know about all that, but I'm just saying. I was like, <laughs> Ooh, you like, gangster, Byron. Wow. <laughs> all right. Hey, listen, if it, listen, if there's a percentage there for the, you know, a founder's fee, bro, I'll get you some leads, bro. <laughs> oh, let's do this. Let's, let's do, do this. this. <laughs> and, and that's one thing that I wanted to touch on, Teddy. Um, the school system, right? Ooh. Um, Ooh, we one of there. the biggest Ooh. things that we see is saying, uh, people saying, hey, you know, white people are more privileged than, than others because they have better schooling, blah, 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 right? Yeah. I understand that, right? I understand mm-hmm. that because... Um, the system is set up that way where if the kids test uh, higher, then they get more funds from, from the city and the state. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, what I do notice, and it's going back to fatherless homes, the black and brown community mm-hmm. don't have that father figure that mm-hmm. will teach them finances, that will sit down with them and read, that will teach them math, that get out of their way and go the extra mile to keep their kids accountable to discipline them the right way they don't have that right not only that though that i feel because i come from a fatherless home as well and Mm -hmm. you know my mom was never taught how to finance properly either right right now that she she's running her business and i'm i'm helping her run that business you know so and we're we're running into um you know talking to our cpa and and things like Mm -hmm. that and lawyers and stuff so um she was never taught how to fight uh be financially responsible and now that she's coming into all these things and learning about you know um savings funds or, or credit you know how to how to manage your credit mm-hmm. your credit cards period you know mm-hmm. um she's kind of getting that i'm she's learning it and at the same time i'm learning it so it's kind of like you know it's it's but it's you're right though a lot of people in brown and, and black homes don't have that opportunity where they can be taught those things and it's hard for them to mm-hmm. know that when you have, when let's say you get a thousand dollar paycheck at the end of a week of work or whatever, you know, um, and they go out and they spend all that money at the club the next day instead of investing it into right. something that can get get them um, something better in, in the long run, you know. Right. There's no return on investment on that check. Exactly. Bro, ever. exactly. And and I think that's where um, I, I I hate when when people have like this victim mentality. So this is my partner. I'm Mexican. My business partner is black, and we hate people that have the victim mentality of, yeah. of the blaming game. All oh, the white folk this, the this and that. <laughs> I can't get ahead. Oh, I, I, I just spoke to a guy two weeks ago that is a multimillionaire. He gave us the time of the day. He's black and brown. And um, this guy's doing some wild stuff. He uh, put together the first system with, uh, what is that, 757 like uh, airplanes uh, that fly by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Pilot, like, but from the, like military, and they have like they could fly that thing from you know I don't know how many how many days how many weeks by wow. themselves, and then by the remote control they could drop bombs. He's one of the main guys that was was building that right. Now he's into real estate, multi-millionaire here in um in San Diego called Richard Montano, and um wow. he was telling us how he's actually developing a software that's going to be better than Zillow. And he was taking us through mm. everything that he was gonna do, and I'm there like tripping. And then Yo, one of the biggest no lie, things Zillow that he gave us, what's up? I said Zillow shady, no lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna get a, yeah. a system where yeah, he's gonna re- if re- if you're gonna if you like like countertops certain way, a yard a certain way, um, you just put that into the the system and it locates and it locates those properties, things the properties that fit that. 
through the through the yeah. pictures themselves yeah. is pretty much going to analyze how much the countertops are um and going to analyze the condition of the flooring the roof everything just through the through the pictures alone yeah. so i'm not going to say more but it's going to get launched here pretty soon you're most likely going to hear about it one okay. of the biggest things that he told us getting into this he said whenever you go to a networking event or anywhere you go you got to know that you belong if you don't know that you belong there, get out because you don't belong. Yeah. Ooh. So I was like, wow. And he said it has nothing to do with color. Nothing He's to like, do with color. Nothing to do with color. Walk in like you belong there. Know that you belong there. And, and you, you know, that that's how people are going to receive you. Yeah, it's it's a confidence thing, and, right? They, people could yeah. people get people can smell no confidence, right? Especially yes. people with money, people with wealth. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and me and Sean been having the opportunity to connect with um, within a week, yeah. we connected with uh, one person that was managing a billion dollars, another person that was, you know, big investor managing a billion dollars, like those kind of people that we came across and connected with. Mm -hmm. And their attitude was like, who, uh, who do you need to know? Who do you need me to connect you with? Ooh, what do you need from me? That's really awesome. So yeah. you guys are, are uh, you guys have to go out and and meet with these uh, possible investors for you to actually buy these notes, right? That's why you're trying to get these connections, is what I'm understanding. Well, yeah, we've we picked up some things on our own, okay. but I mean, of course, we don't have unlimited funds. And yeah, we, yeah, no, yeah. I don't. So so now it's it's to the point to where now we're looking for investors. Right. So we're connecting with people in the industry. We're connecting with people on higher levels than where we are, so they can give us um, their knowledge and we can help them where we can, okay. you know, like, like the Richard, um, you know, Montano, yeah. yeah, Montano, um, we'll just gave him a shout out because these, these guys are do out there doing, doing big things and mm -hmm. we're just trying to connect with them and help them where we can help them follow in their footsteps. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, so it's like kind of like a scratch my back. I'll scratch yours type thing. Exactly. Exactly. And exactly. a lot of these business people, You'd be surprised. They have the attitude of, "Who do you know that I need to know, and how can I serve you?" Yes. Most of them that we came in contact with, yeah, they're like, "Who do you know, and um, who do you need me to connect you with?" So, wow. so that theory of the big bad rich people that don't care about other people is out the door. Completely, completely wrong. Oh, in our, yeah. in our experience. That is not the case. Yeah, and then again, if we <laughs> if we came across a few people that were managing a billion dollars, and they gave us time of the day, and still wanted to connect, uh, get us to connect with other people, mm. that's huge, right? That's powerful. <laughs> that's powerful, and that's yeah. that same attitude that we have. We want to be servant leaders, mm -hmm. people that serve the community, people that serve one another. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back to our our minority communities. Mm -hmm. Our minority communities are very envious of one another. If somebody's oh yeah good, 100%. Man, you, like low key they're hating on you right no not low, low key, key bro they're they hating on you <laughs> what's yeah. that i said no not low key bro they're straight out hating on you <laughs> some of them are, are, are straight up hating on you but that's the mentality right like oh you got a new whip uh and start you know start yeah. saying something about it yeah it's happened it, it's happened to my mom before yeah um, yeah and, they'll go and knock on her door and she opens the door and then they're like you live here <laughs> yeah that's owners please yeah for real for real and that's what's missing in our communities um because we don't have that how can i help you how can i serve you what do you need from me hey i just read this really good book 
I just watched this really cool YouTube channel, whatever, like feeding each other this information. Yeah. If somebody has it, they want to keep it, and they're very selfish with it. Exactly. Um, and what, what I, are you guys yeah. doing with your YouTube channel? Oh, we just launched actually um, a week ago. A week ago. So we're pretty much uh, educating people, people on notes. Okay. So a person like you that, you know, you guys are just uh, trying to learn about it. You're going to go to our YouTube channel and get these videos that's going to educate you on note investing and how to think as well. Because a lot of us, again, we're thinking about, oh, yeah, a new car is an investment. Oh, yeah, like this house is an investment. Yes, but there's different ways. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pretty much talk a lot about those things. Mm. Okay. Nice. I mean... Yeah, I I would never consider a car an investment. That thing depreciates as soon as you drive it off the lot, man. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And sometimes even a home, man. Sometimes even a home cannot be an investment, depending on, yeah. you know, how high you bought it at. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, but for and, like, I guess for the like person that's not very educated in it, it, it could definitely be helpful. You know what I mean? Right. To know more. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. And Sorry, that's right. You, you know, yeah. our biggest thing is to try to educate people. We don't want to just keep. Um, knocking our brown, black and brown community down. We we want to be the ones that we know that there's a problem. So we're going to do what we can to get the information out that we learn. Got to build yeah. them up, right? And yeah. Sean, Sean if, I, if you don't mind me asking, what made you get into the mortgage note business? Um, I actually, got, I was, uh, I got into real estate. Um, I actually took some of those courses um, relating around multifamily. And I wanted to also get my real estate license. I've been wanting to get my real estate license. And I met my mentor or our mentor now, which is my broke, which was my broker at the time. Uh-huh. He was, has been in real estate for close to 40 years. He's so he's an older guy. Um, and he had sold all of his actual real estate, his rentals to get in the mortgage notes. And me and him started talking about that. And I started to want to know more as I wanted to know more. He gave me more information. And as I begin to help him in his business, he would give me more information. So that's essentially how I got into mortgage notes. Oh, snap. Okay. Freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. No, no, no. Um, no, 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 no so that's yeah. That's so so you basically got into it just because that's you were with someone you were around someone who who was doing it, right? And, mm-hmm. and correct. You, and you learned from them and and you're Correct. like, hey, I could do this too, and I could probably do it even better, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I and I was the one. I hey, I want to flip a house. I want to start flipping houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I've done that. Been there, done that. No, you don't. Yeah. This is what you want to do. Because <laughs> let's be real, right? Flipping a house isn't easy, right? Because because first you need to have the capital, right, to to be able to buy a property, fix up a property, and then sit on that property for whatever period of time before you can actually get a return of your investment, right? Because you're not going to buy the property, flip it in a day and then sell it the next day, right? You're going right. to right. buy the property. You're going to have to fix it up. That could take anywhere from, you know, a couple of weeks to a few months. And yeah, with permits and all that. Yeah. And then right. once you're done with that, you're going to have to, if you're not like a, if you're not a real realtor, right, you're going to have to go to a real estate company and probably sell it through them or, yep. and, and they take a cut, right? And then, so it takes a few months, right? Or it could take, right. Potentially, it could take even years for you to it, even it sell a property, right? Six months to a year or more. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely it's definitely not easy, man. And the people that are do it have huge pockets for sure, yep. man. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's why I don't like these people who who come on social media and stuff and be like, oh, it's so easy, anyone can do it. Right. You know, buy houses with zero down, blah blah blah, this that and the third. And no, it's not true, man. Because people go into it, they buy a house, they start fixing it up, they run out of funds. Now they're stuck right. in the house, halfway destroyed, halfway built, and they can't sell mm-hmm. it, right? Because because no one wants a beat up property. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, and it happens so, all the time. Yeah, man, and and that's why. That's kind of my thing is like these people are potentially conning or like misleading, giving misleading information to people that that's eventually just honestly, it's just fucking up the market, man. Because mm-hmm. yeah. all these houses bought up and they're stuck in like limbo because no, you don't want to purchase it because now you're going to have to fix it up and it's going to take exactly. money. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's actually just messing up the market. It's saturating the market is what it's doing. It's right. Only- and, and don't, and don't let the market meh have a major turn now what yeah exactly <laughs> now yeah. you're stuck with the property and yeah. now now we're the guys coming in and buying that non-performing loan that you stopped paying on because you can't finish the project <laughs> yeah so so i guess it's kind of convenient for you guys right who are doing something like this because you're like hey let me swoop that up for 20 grand you know what i mean right <laughs> right yeah that's yeah wild. and this, this definitely changes uh you know everything how, how you look at investments for me i had a hard time in the beginning um not thinking about buying a house because I wanted to, because that's kind of like the natural thing to do. Yeah. But now yeah. learning more about investments, I'm like, man, if I don't buy a house cash, well, I'm going to buy a house as soon as I have all the cash for it. But mm-hmm. even in that, I don't know if I'm going to be up for it just because I could get better returns with the money, right? Mm-hmm. Than yeah. just being in a house. So that changes everything, how you look at stuff. And the, the, one thing, the one thing I've learned about being around these circles of people a lot of these guys that are have money, like my mentor doesn't own his house. He lives in a house that someone else owns and he rents it, but he doesn't own his own house. He sold his house so he can take the money and put it in the mortgage into notes. But then also <clears throat> eventually the end goal is having enough money, right? Having enough mm-hmm. capital for yourself so you can oh, actually yeah. have your own home, right? I mean, oh yeah, for oh, sure. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it will come. And yeah. our mentor right now, he's, I mean, multimillionaire. Um, multi-million that gets paid less than what, like a year because of yeah. salary. Oh, yeah, but- because he, his company and things like that, he has his write-offs and things. So it, it, it all works but, out. But he pays himself very little, yeah. but he does that's, all the money, reinvests that in the notes. In, and in the business, yep. So yeah. that's pretty much generational wealth. A lot of generational wealth that our communities, that we that's haven't insane. built that. And mm-hmm. our goal for Sean and myself is to be a voice for those people that don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to start doing content. Our goal is obviously to to get investors and to make, yes, that's for sure, one of our goals. But yeah. our main goal is to get people thinking differently about money. That way, in, in 20 years, 30 years, we could be in a place where, you know, we're really known in social media, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we're going to be influencing the next generation so the next generation of black people and Latinos, guess what? All business owners, yeah. all investors, savvy with money. I want to be in a place where in the future we could actually put a college course together. So if you're coming in, hey, I want to I want to start um, learning about notes. I want to start learning about multifamily investing. I want to start learning about taxes. I want to start learning about how to start a business mm-hmm. and how the taxes work. We have a place for you. And then hiring teachers that are already in the field, like a lawyer, a CPA, a real estate investor to come in 
and teach those things. And then they'll be interns when they start. But afterwards, obviously, they're going to learn to trade and go from there. Do your own thing. So that's pretty much our end goal as well. So it's not only it's not only making money, it's educating, right? Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Correct. Okay. So we, we want to see our people succeed, man. We want to For see sure. us helping one another and having the same attitude that a lot of these business people have given us. How can I help you? Who do you know that I know? So then, that attitude. Okay. Let me let me ask you guys this. Would you recommend to somebody who's a first-time buyer, let's say they're like, I don't know, 25, 26, and they have the money to buy a house, would you recommend them buy a house or invest in notes? Well, um, that's... Um, it depends just because if I'm talking to somebody, mm-hmm. right, I'm going to say do this and do that. Um, there's a, a, a book by John Maxwell uh, called Great Leaders Ask Good Questions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I would do when I approach somebody is, hey, what are you up to? And then I start asking them things. Hey, why are you looking uh, are you to looking buy a buy home? Out? How do you feel about this? Um what do you see the market in the future? What are you comfortable with? And then I start really understanding where they're at. Because if I'm pitching notes and they don't know about notes, they only grew up with a dream. They grew up with a dream yeah, that I might have house. to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. I can't crush their dreams because yeah. their minds are so consuming that. But somebody else is saying, hey, I have 50 grand and I kind of want to invest in the stock market. I know real estate, maybe multifamily, maybe flipping a house. What do you think that approach is different? Because mm-hmm. I don't okay. have to convince yeah. and change this person's mindset and crush their dreams. Gotcha. So the approach is different. Yeah. Does that of make course. sense? Yeah, yeah no, no, sense. that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> honestly, and what what I what I would want to do is is have something that that's gonna kind of like buying a property, like a multi-unit property, like a like a duplex or like a like a small like those you know quadplexes. I don't know if that's what they're called. You know, something with multi multiple units that you could rent out, right? Oh, yeah. We're managing it, yeah. We're, yeah, we're actually in asset managing one for a a family member um, that's in Georgia. It's a fourplex in Georgia yes. right now. So. Smart move, yeah. Smart yeah. move. That's, that's that's kind of what I want to get into, just because it's gonna it's gonna continuously bring in money, right? And then mm-hmm. and then the way I look at it is, I could either manage it myself or and that's going to be a little bit more work, right? But it's also going to give me a bigger return. But or I could, you know, get a management company, have them management for me. They take a small cut, and then like I don't even have to worry about it, right? They have a problem with a leak. They have a problem with like an AC or something. They reach out to the property management company. They deal with it. They never call me. I never. Call them. Right. Or or there's that other way that you know I. I rent it out to people. I meet them. I go fix things, or I send people to fix things. And and I mean it's it's always a return, right? Because there's always money to be made in that, and that's that's my opinion. Because multiple units, right? You could even live in one of the units and not even pay rent for it, right? Everyone else pays for you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the way I look at it too, because it's kind of like free living, because everyone else is paying for you to be living there. So preferably buy a nice one or fix it up a nice way, right? Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> money just keeps coming in every month, man. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. Or looking at it. Or there's another way you can look at it. You can let someone else own it, and you own the note on that, on that quadplex, and you can still receive that monthly residual income. Mm, 
Okay. I see what One thing saying. I learned, and they deal with the the plumbing. They deal with the tenants. They deal with the property manager. They just they just pay you your monthly your <laughs> your your income monthly. So yeah. I learned this from a, a quote from this wealthy person that makes sense. He said, "Broke people pay interest. Wealthy people <laughs> get paid the interest." Yes. With yeah. notes, you get paid the principal and, and the interest. So you get your money back, plus you get your interest. It's another way of looking at it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's your note. That makes sense, right? Because right. yeah. Don't worry, Byron. Every other day or almost every week, our uh-huh. mentor or somebody else in the industry, they crush our, our dreams. <laughs> oh, no, no. So I'm a gloom of punishment. <laughs> Listen, you didn't, you didn't crush my dreams at all. If anything, you motivated me to push forward on that because I, you know, I could still, I could still make money off of the idea that I had, or yeah, I guess you could exactly. say, oh, yes, all that I had, it's still, it's still a way of me making money. And then sure. once that, that property becomes profitable, moving on to another property and another property yeah, and, exactly. and having rental properties and stuff, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's pretty much investing in real estate, but it's also, I'm going to have that, that liquid cash coming in. Yeah. Right. And right. And offer a certain percentage into a, an account just in case there's, any type of emergencies, any type of things that need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. So, dude, I'm telling you, bro, I've been thinking about it a long time, and 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 it's it's not not easy, and it's not gonna be easy, right? Because you know, money's yeah. a money's always a big factor in these things because it's not like oh, they're cheap. Sure. But I was also thinking about buying them in different states and not necessarily living in that state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's good. For property, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. buy the property cheaper. The rent's still relatively the same, you know. Yep. Six, seven hundred, a thousand dollars, depending on you know where in the Midwest or the East you buy it. So, mm-hmm. well, I've, I've been looking at it too. That's why I kind of wanted to have you guys here, because real estate and investing and and, and properties is is just a huge, huge cash game right now. And but, oh yeah, look, I I just want to add this one thing. I just kind of popped in my head. But along with doing all these investments and and, and stuff like that, um, people need to be aware and be educated about their credit score as well, because yeah. Mm-hmm. There's people out there who who just you know get credit cards, run them up, and then never pay, and then their credit scores are like tanking, and they can't, they don't understand why they're so bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big time. I mean, that's that's like the foundation. Uh, what we recommend is for people to, literature. yeah, people to um, get the universal, uh, the the yeah, course from Dave Ramsey, uh, financial peace university. Oh, that's yes. what it is. Yes. Get that one. Learn how to manage your money. Learn how not to get in debt. Um, learn how to have cash reserves for a rainy day. I mean, foundation stuff. I know we're always tempted to like buy yeah. things here and there, but if every dollar has a name to it, then you'll be more successful in everything. Meaning you know that my wife and I weren't in a place where every dollar had a name to it. And it was frustrating, dude, because I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy some Machitos. I'm going to tell you, 189. Is that in the budget, though? It's annoying, man. But, you know, if if we don't discipline ourselves, then. Um, this hey, little, like Les Brown said this, if, if we don't discipline ourselves, then that life is not worth living. He said, yeah. Mm, wisdom, yeah. wisdom. Yeah. That's it's, and it's you know what he said in a disciplined life is an insane life. He said, yes. And that yes. life is not worth living. That's what he said. <laughs> it's just, it's just because yeah. things again, going back to the education system, this is things that are not being taught. They don't teach yeah. you how to, how to balance a checkbook. They don't teach you how how you know APRs and, and interest on credit cards work. They don't teach you how your credit score is a huge factor in anything you do in life. Even renting a car, buying a car, 
Um, even renting an apartment. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. All those are Crazy. huge factors, man, because I didn't learn none of that, right? And right. I turned 18, so I got every credit card I could possibly get. Oh, snap, ballin'. And I maxed all of them out, bro, and eventually I came to the point where I couldn't pay them anymore, right? So yeah. I, was, I was stuck in that phase, and, and I've been rebuilding my credit ever since, bro. And it's, wow. it's, it's no easy feat, I'll tell you that much. Oh, big time. And and that's why I... um. I'm not really like in, I mean, I, I just don't care about educational system here in the U.S. That's why me and my wife have taken that step to homeschool our daughters just because yeah. we want to teach her the right things, right, uh, from a biblical perspective and yeah. from like the business sure. yeah. perspective too, just yeah. because all these people are that. Let's say um, you're in like the best school of the of the U.S., right? They teach you everything like um, uh, everything that you need to know. They still equip you to, to be, be a slave, to be an employee, uh, be an employee yeah. at the end of the day. That's so yeah. why are, are people blaming, oh, yeah, the white people have better. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what matters is the family taking the initiative to yes. learn, to develop themselves, and to teach your kids because at the end of the day, they're going to they're gonna see you and they're going to mimic you, right? Yeah. I want to I be like my dad, they're going to say, right? Yeah, and that's, that's why when you look at things like that, like you just said, uh, if you look at, you know, successful people and successful companies, they come from a successful family most of the time mm -hmm. because because that successful family, yeah, they put them in good, great schools, great education, but they also taught them, they also gave them their backbone, which is mm -hmm. hard work, dedicating yourself to your craft or et cetera. You know what I mean? They didn't just like, oh, here, go learn in school, figure it out on your own. They, they instilled things into them on hard yeah, work. Yeah, of course them knowledge on what it takes to run a business or right. or be a ceo of a company you know because that's that's what it comes down to man and, and it doesn't exist in in our communities man it really oh, exactly doesn't. exactly you know? and that's where i'm brokenhearted about because um i, I feel like i'm a low-key like candace owens but for our people uh just because i'm like wake up wake up and um a lot of them are like no nah, i'm good i need a party on saturday it's like bro you got five kids you're not even married come on <laughs> I, so, that was a good one i respect that <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's tough man it, it's tough in today's days bro it's it, honestly it is man because especially with like i told teddy in the last episode right mm -hmm. I, I, be, I don't believe i i believe in like you know covid being a real thing right covid is a thing right it's a okay. virus it's, it's 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 definitely real right i don't right. believe in the, I don't believe in the pandemic no you, well, know you don't I mean? believe in a pandemic you said <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> please, please rewind it. I, that's not what I said. I just don't believe it. I, I'm not going to say what you called me yesterday, Byron. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. After you. <laughs> he said some but, bad things yesterday. Get out of here. I, I speak the real truth. I keep it 100 with you always. Oh, then say it. Then say what you said. <laughs> No, I don't want to talk about that in this episode. We can save that for a future episode. All right, all right, son. New, uh, another episode. Yeah, when, when we can get it real spicy. This one, I <laughs> yeah, okay. Just let me know what topic you want to hit, and we're there. You know, yeah. I wanted to keep strictly like you know, like business and entrepreneurship because right. it's cool, a huge cool. thing. It's very popular right now. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, right? Yes. Until Everyone, you get space, right? <laughs> Until reality hits you in the face, you're like, "Oh wow, this is some work." Yeah, because, because people, because people think entrepreneurship is easy, 
people think entrepreneurship is them sitting on their house on their phone all day. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But it's not that, man. It's it's networking. It's it's content creation. It's being up to date on what's trending in the world, right? Right. Like, Gary V, bro, like he can say one thing and that thing is trending the next day, bro. Have you guys noticed yeah. that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Gary V. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like he posted about sports cards, you know, collecting cards and flipping cards. And that is a huge freaking market right now. Bro. I've heard about like that. that. It, it wasn't like that ever until like recently. Oh, cards, cards, Gary V. Cards, cards, cards. It was, Gary but v. just no one really cared until Gary V was talking about it. Uh, right, yeah. right. Yeah. It wasn't as huge as it is now, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's the same thing we feel about Nerd Investing. I feel like mm-hmm. we're going to be, uh, we're in good, you know, picking up good pace to be like, one of the main people doing content for notes. So I feel like we are going to make notes popular. And in like five years from people are like, oh, snap, notes, shining well. Notes, shining well. Yeah, well doing there's now? Not, there's not a lot of people some, doing it. They moved on to something else in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool, man. If you, guys, if you guys actually, you know, work hard. And, and the thing is, again, is content creation also, man. You got you to gotta be on all of the social media platforms posting. Yeah posting religiously in a way right because people yeah big time because once people find you and then you don't give them anything else to keep watching or listening to kind of like podcasts like they'll they'll lose interest oh big time big time for sure because you can't give them something to binge on and then all of a sudden it just stops yeah yeah and and for us now we're taking the approach of youtube and then linkedin uh other social media i don't want to like focus too much right now um just because we're really looking for um, the big deals and looking mm-hmm. people with some serious money. I'm not saying there's not serious money on Facebook or Instagram. There is, but right mm-hmm. now we found more success in the YouTube and then the LinkedIn because people I, are looking I could talk stuff. to directly to Fortune 500 companies, like the leader of the Fortune 500 company, the founder, the CEO. They respond mm-hmm. to me within half a day. I send them a message. That's yeah. powerful with LinkedIn. It is, it is very and, powerful. And then social media, I mean, obviously it's a little bit different. Um, because it, it's not as popular like a house flipper or anything like that we can't have all the you know the glamorous you know back you know what i mean the, the houses of this the house you know none of that so it's a little bit different are you gonna post a video at you at the county clerk's office like well i'm here oh <laughs> i need a funky beat teddy hit me okay <laughs> sarah i'm here again <laughs> yo and, and i wanted to say uh you know thank you so much to teddy you want to give him a shout out because um I know it was like, uh, what is it, like six years ago? I met up with you and Byron. Thank you too, Byron. And I was like, hey, I want to start producing some content. And you guys are dude, like, yeah, let's roll. And then I'm uh-huh. like, all right, cool. Then I never took that step. Yes. Again, I was trying to apply for law enforcement. So I was like debating that, right? And if, like, yeah. I was different like, goals. if I push this weapon. You had different goals then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I was like, man, if I'm trying to do that and I'm talking about like guns, stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, they might look at me a little different, right? So, and guns right, guns right now on social media, especially YouTube, are getting so frowned upon, man. Like, oh, big oh, time, yeah. big yeah. time. Oh, so. Especially in so, California. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's it's such a huge censorship on YouTube with guns, man. Because I follow a, a, a bunch of different gun channels, man, and they produce you know amazing content, mm-hmm. you know, and very safe about it. They they've they've taught you the safe this. They've taught you like the rules already, right? They've already been established, right? right. Obviously videos but the way youtube is looking at it is like oh talking about guns we're gonna demonetize this channel they're not gonna make money we're not gonna promote this channel they're gonna get less views they're gonna get less you know less call to action shadow ban and 
bro and that sucks bro because some of these are actually very educational man and like the way i look at guns is like if if you have the knowledge on them you you don't have the fear of them yes amen to that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so and and, and and that breaks my heart man because some of these channels are huge bro and they had such a big following and they and they were making huge moves right and right. then all of a sudden recently within like the last you know two three years or whatever or even less than that they've they've just been really knocking at them bro and like mm-hmm. and, and just shutting them down and and it comes that comes down to some other people too that had like comedy videos right oh yeah like, you can't be a comedian in today's world bro and like actually yeah. have like real real comedy like like the you know the real content like the richard Pryors or, yeah. or like the robert williams or yeah. like, it's like when dave chappelle tried to get fucking canceled because he because yeah. of his jokes but then recently yeah. he won an emmy for his comedy special and it's just like well <laughs> yeah that's right. ridiculous right. yeah <laughs> so are you like, gonna not are you gonna cancel him or are you gonna give him an emmy you're gonna reward the guy like what's what's the deal here yeah, it was cool. yeah that's <laughs> ridiculous man even <laughs> when kevin hart lost his his hosting thing because because of a tweet from 10 years ago, bro. I, oh, yeah. I'm gonna, oh, yeah. yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that. Bro, I fucking hate cancel culture, bro. Yeah. That was, re- it was so ridiculous. I despise cancel culture, man. Everyone yeah. jumps on it, bro. It's yeah. like, oh, look at the tweet from 10 years ago. And then they tweet it. And then everyone and their mom, all these little softies are, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. Oh, we got to cancel them. Blah, 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 blah. Like, bro, <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I'm going to keep it real with you guys, bro. Everyone's such a fucking pussy nowadays, bro. When it comes to this bro and uh, dude it just it just fires me it, like right now i'm getting pissed just thinking about it <laughs> yeah a lot yeah. of people are soft right now yeah See, i had yeah, a dude. i had a i had a jewish uh lady come up to me saying hey um she was upset right at her <laughs> the synagogue that she goes to because they they are closed and she's like what's up he's talking to the main rabbi dude open your doors we want to come he's like no 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 and then she's like hey where do you go to church is it open like yeah, she's like, give me the card. She's like, I might not like the message, but I want to go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, man, I. It's, she was wrong. She was cool. <laughs> it's it's like keeping it real, keeping it real, and keeping it keeping it a buck and keeping it 100 is frowned upon now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, of course. Yeah. Especially with uh, with uh, you know, freedom of speech. We don't want to offend yeah. nobody. We don't want to offend nobody. Well, it's freedom of speech until you're talking about something that they don't want to hear about. Exactly. And it's and it's hard having conversations with people that that are so that are so close minded and so narrow about things. Mm-hmm. Like like me and Willie, like we we go back and forth on Instagram all the time, bro. But it's it's civil, you know what I mean? And it's always and it's always respectful and, and enlightening right. in a way because we we both like uh we both educate ourselves on different things, right? Right. He starts talking about things, I look it up and be like, Okay, I I, I see that. I don't necessarily agree with it, but but okay, I see what he's trying to say, right? Like uh-huh. that's Way I look at things and people can't do that nowadays, man. Yeah, you can't. And then like I approach my business partner every, every time I have a, a, a great idea <clears throat> and I'm yeah. like, hey, um, this is what it is. This is what I see trending, but I'm open to be wrong. Let's talk about it. And then we yeah. discuss. Then if Let's I see. if I need to take that L that day, I take it. But if I <laughs> need to stick to my guns, then that's what needs to happen. Right. People are scared of taking that L. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even with like Teddy and I, bro, we 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 continuously disagree on things. Also, like even on this podcast, bro, like Teddy was vegan a few months, like a, for a few months, right? And I and I hated oh, that. Why? <laughs> you weren't eating with them, were you? That's, no, it, but he still he gave me shit for it all I the time. Him, <laughs> 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 
Where's the gelatin? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, B. You gotta be more uh, sensitive. That's fine. <laughs> Not even since it was just you know we he we got him and I our relationship is just different from a lot of other people so it's yeah 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 I don't know it's 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 a it's a crazy world again man but it is but man. I, I respect everyone's opinions bro I always respect everyone's views I may not necessarily always agree with people on different things when it, right. even when it comes to business or politics or religion that's why I kind of try to stray away from those especially here on the podcast because bro. Not, not like I could have a discussion with the both of you probably civilly because I could I could already sense, you know, sense your right. guys like ways, I guess mm-hmm. I could say. So I feel like I could definitely have a, a comfortable conversation with you guys about those things. Mm-hmm. But still, people, it could trigger people easily. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh he sure. said this. Oh, he supports this group. He supports that group. I think one of the most ridiculous statements from both sides is uh, Black Lives Matter and then Blue Lives Matter. They're fighting mm-hmm. over what matters more. And it's like, I just quote John 3.16, for God so loved the world, world. right? <laughs> that he gave as long as we got a son, so nobody will perish. Whosoever. Whosoever. There you go. Thanks for the word. <laughs> Let's break out that. Why are we even, uh, you know, fighting over these not this nonsense? Like, oh, yeah, this. No. Like, stop. Yeah. I, I Bro, I, I watch those protests and I, and I, and I see and I see them and I'm like, these people aren't educated on the subject. No, oh, no, 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 for sure. Because, no. because they see what they want to see, like, especially mm-hmm. with this Breonna Taylor case, bro. Like, I'm going to get into this right now, right? Because we're already an hour. Oh, you are. Oh. Wow. Politi- okay. <laughs> Unleash the beast. Just, just slightly, just because we're a little deep in, right? And well, you got to You started it, man. Go. <laughs> I don't I don't agree 100 percent with these people protesting for that, bro, because they don't know what's behind it. Right. They haven't seen they haven't searched the search warrant, which is easy to do. Right. They're right. still they're still on the page where they're at the wrong house. You know what I mean? Or, or they're still on the page where where they they just haven't fully informed themselves on the topics. We're letting the, the news inform us instead of informing ourselves, as we all, new, probably know the news. The news is uh, slightly tilt it to one side or the other. So you need to find say, your own information. I wouldn't say it's tilted one way or the other. I, I feel it's tilted in the way of how they get more clicks, how they get more views. Because oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're business. Yeah, so, that's what yeah. brings in right? Watching a video, looking at all the ads on the web pages, that brings in the uh-huh. videos, that brings in the yeah. money, right? So if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's, yeah. and that's a huge thing when you look at other countries, even like Canada or something like, their news is 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 less on oh you know someone died on the highway this morning or someone got shot it's it's more like informative in a way in other countries right yeah. and here it's just like here let me give you all this crap and and then you guys get scared and fear for yourselves yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's a there's a, a old proverb proverb that says a fool has no delight in understanding but in expressing his own heart yeah mm. they're not okay. even gonna hear you out because they're so caught up. We'll try to, you know, trying to tell you what they feel. So even if you yeah. talk, they still ain't listening because they can't wait for you to shut up so they could go. Mm. And it, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. How do you feel about that? So have, how, how do you feel about the BLM movement, Teddy? Talk to me, bro. You've been a little quiet. Uh, I'm like, I don't just, I just don't like getting into it. Like, to be honest, it's just, it's too much. Um, yeah. some, there's just some, like when it was all happening, I felt kind of strange even posting on social media, to be honest, because 
I felt that if you posted one thing that wasn't about being against it, you'd get lashed up, lashed out on. Right. But if you posted being in favor of it, you'd also get lashed out on. And oh, it's it, it was, it's just such a, a, a controversial thing. Um, you know, obviously my girlfriend's black and white, so she's kind of uh, she her heart is in in it as well, and it's mm-hmm. it's a pretty uh, touchy subject sometimes. Mm-hmm, with sure. with with all those things going on and uh i have family members who are part of the police department as well so it's kind mm-hmm. of it's uh you know i have you know uh i have it all over the place where it's it's just hard oh, for like me to yeah. yeah i'm i'm right in the middle and it's um you know it sucks that it's happening and and racism is is for sure still around and it's right. still a thing even though people say no it's not not nah, it definitely is even right. um you know and it sucks there's even racism within their own Our people, community. you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's um it just sucks. Like I I really I know I'm gonna sound probably stupid to some people, but I don't fucking care. But um I really <laughs> wish that this shit would just go away. To be honest, like yeah, yep. too, bro. Uh, all too. the all the people should just be treated equally, no matter what. Like um everyone has the right to be happy, to be free, and express themselves in a way that that they want to, without fear of judgment. Because right. what I think may not be what you think, but don't get offended because I think a certain way I'm it's not hurting you in any way. Cause when you go to sleep at night, I'm not pushing that on you, you know, it's, so it's exactly. So that, that's kind of where I stand. So that's why I always stay quiet when it comes to these things. I don't ever really yeah. post stuff on social media about it. And then, right. you know, that's just me. Um, yeah, that's controversy. Right. Now I yeah. want to hear from a black person directly, hundred percent black. Uh, talking about me? I'm talking about you. So, Sean, how do you feel about the Black Lives Matter movement? No, I, I agree and, with you. And, well, uh, you know, you know my position on that. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with Teddy on that. Um, I just think it's all ridiculous. You know, um, yeah, there's there's racism, there's negativity in the, in this um, in our society right now, but at the same time, we have that same negative negativity within our own culture mm, okay. yep. so how can we lash out at someone else before we fix what's internal Oof, that's powerful bro you know, that's and, and so true. it's true because uh my girlfriend goes through it all the time and um you know mm-hmm. she can't be part of the black that black kids group when she was younger because she wasn't fully black but she right. can't oh, be part of the right. white kids group because she's not fully right. white and it's right, like, yeah. well, then what fucking group am I a part of? You know, exactly. like they don't accept me because I'm on this uh, spectrum exactly. of white or, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's like her family sometimes is like, oh, well, she's not, you know, completely black. So like, mm-hmm. you right. know, so and it, and it's harder for mixed people like that, too, because yeah. for that yeah. reason, yeah. because it can't be a part of anything yeah. because people are so are so close minded and they feel like, oh, they're not pure. <laughs> it it kind of comes down to like supremacy. Ooh, right. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. So, uh, so the, the, my, my biggest thing is when people say racism, uh, you know, just because you're not white, that don't mean, that doesn't mean you can't be racist. Exactly. Yeah, that's 100%. true. Because especially in the Hispanic community, man, what does the Hispanic community do, bro, to their people? When they're at a party, they're having a function. They just bash people all the all oh, day. Big time. Big time. <laughs> Oh, hey, bro, you're at a party and they're just bashing you. Like, oh, look at oh, this yeah, guy. That's... He's better than us because he has a good job and blah, blah, blah. He doesn't Or you speak too that. white. But yeah, or he, white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's oh, yeah. Stupid. My parents are from Oaxaca, which is a, the biggest state in Mexico. But they get frowned upon because they're little, short, and dark. So yeah. they get bullied like no other. Um, And I'm just like, why is there so much racism within Mexico? Mm-hmm. If not from a certain place, then 
you're not, I guess, like cool. Yeah. You're not from Sinaloa or other yeah, states that are cool. Yeah. You know, you're you're not. You, you know what I mean? You're second class citizen or something. Crazy. And that kind of comes down to that. Kind of comes down to me, me and Teddy too, because you know our, our parents are from Guatemala and stuff, and mm-hmm. and we like us living, being born here and stuff is like kind of a little bit different too, because we don't have the accent when we talk that Spanish. You know, like that yeah. slang type thing. Yeah. Like and I mean, it sounds their Spanish sounds a little bit different than other Spanishes, right? Oh, so we speak it too. They're like, "Oh, this guy's Mexican, right?" Because <laughs> we, yeah, no, serious. Because we kind of speak it more in a Mexican way because you know we're we're on the West Coast. That's oh, the yeah. closest to it. It's the most popular Spanish, you know. Right. Right. It's, right. it's kind of like I, I guess when um like Sean, I'm pretty sure you can relate to this. Like when sometimes black people. They have their their slang down south, but when mm-hmm. they're they live in a different, I guess I, I don't know, like a different suburb, and they speak oh, yeah. kind of more um, intellectually, right. they get they get shit on because oh you 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 speak better than us, yeah. you think you're better than us. You it's think like, you're no. white, yeah, exactly. It's like no, I was just yeah. raised differently, you know. No, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I was raised in a different a different mm-hmm. part of the state or the country. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I got an Instagram message yesterday by certain person i'm not gonna name the name but got some heat yesterday for hanging out with some different type of folks it was a joke bro i'm gonna tell you what i said right because willie was uh i'm not sure what it was right i'm just gonna call it a gathering it was it was actually uh the the person that um wrote a book and worked with fauci and okay that movie pandemic she was there as a main speaker talking about how the government kept um oh actually released the aids and the rest of the stuff, what happened? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. We, uh, we we're gonna cut you short here in a little bit, but um, because we have another meeting. But, <laughs> no, we have a meeting, but I'm sitting there like, bro. We got oh my bad, my bad, my bad. He pretty much exposes uh, a lot of the big pharma, how um, d- the drugs alone, um, the HIV when it came out, and obviously now with COVID, she explains the corruption of the FDA, the CDC. And the rest of the medical professionals here and the lawsuits and the incarceration that she went through too. Everything, right? You um, call it more more greed than corruption, right? Because that's what it is, right? It's more yeah, both. Both yeah. hand in hand. Greed and corruption. Mm-hmm. So she pretty much was uh, talking about that yesterday. And I hit him with the message. I hit him with the message was like, uh, what did I hit? I said, uh, I, like that white, I like that white supremacist rally just because I saw a lot of white people. <laughs> and now, oh, wow. I know Mexican about the local could uh, be on these teams, you know what I mean? But all right, cool. <laughs> it was all in good fun, bro. You know, I'm I, I ain't even tripping, man. <laughs> hey, but yo, thank you guys for coming on, man. I really appreciate the information that you brought to us. And, and you know, you, you, you opened, you opened a little bit more of my mind when it comes to real estate and investing, right? Because like I said, I was, I'm very interested in it. And I hope the listeners enjoyed it and, and got from it. And I hope they actually go visit you guys on your YouTube channels, which I'll link in the description of this podcast. Cool. Well um, if, so after after we get done here, shoot me a message with like your information, uh, Will or Sean or one of you. Cool. Uh, cool. Like link to your YouTube, social media, and if you have a website as well. So that way cool. people yeah. can... Will do. Perfect. Appreciate oh, it, man. Thank you. It, was, uh, it was fun. It was fun, yeah. Good time. In episode 70, man. So it's it's a milestone episode, you guys. Oh, uh, oh man. Wow. That awesome. consistency, though. Wow. Beautiful. Listen, bro. Over twelve thousand downloads at this point in time. You know what I mean? So, so listen, man, and I hope they enjoyed this. All right, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye.